to write down things. John joined immediately. Two. Shut up, Craig. Where am I? Why am I not joined? There we go. I'm the worst Nexus. Nexus is not joined. Like what? I'm not going to be on this episode. There it is. I'm not going to be on this episode of the research. Twelve seconds in. Oh my. You know what I just realized? I'm the only one here who doesn't have a name that starts with a J. That's unfortunate. I don't. John. Your name is Jay. You motherfucker. Well, my name is John Jesse ARD Nexus Combat. I thought he made Discord. Talking about Arrow, this is names. how it's been forever. We've always talked about this. How no, have you not have noticed this? Not that specifically. I just now realized Bob. it with Bob because I don't think about Bob's name ever. Yep, His name yep, is Bob yep. to me. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. This we is, have this our is intro. Just, this is the entire intro right here. We've been recording for a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Restart Zone Podcast. I am your host, Nexus Combat, and I am, of course, always joined by Arrow Racing Design. Bye. I forgot to say, Bobbert Yates. <laughs> you forgot my name. How? How? I don't know. I forgot who was here, honestly. I'm probably really tired. Anyways. Oh, my God. What? I'm a busy man now. I got you're job. not busy. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Anyways, uh, we're here with uh, Jesse Jordan Jones. Hey, wait a minute. What? Why did you say the full? It is right, but what? The full name? I can't win with this guy. He gets mad at me whenever I call him by his gamer tag. He gets mad at me whenever I call him by his full name. Man, this guy is ridiculous. Anyways, welcome back to TRZ, everybody. Um. I don't, know why, I don't know why I'm doing a Bob Ross impression, but I kind of like it, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, Please don't. Please stop. <laughs> anyways, uh, welcome back. At least back. it's not fucking Kyle. I swear to God. <laughs> no, no. You should have mentioned it. Anyways, no, I swear to God. I'll save it for a later date. <laughs> anyways, um, so uh, we've had a very... I thought we had a very busy news week this week. Apparently it was the opposite. We have had... I was trying to find, like, the topics to go over today, and I found nothing. Like, we have a couple big stories, but other than that, not much to say, say other than um, what's on this list. So, um... We've got a couple interesting things. Ha- we have a couple interesting things, but overall, not a lot. Like, it's, it's interesting, but it's not a lot. But, um, anyways, I guess we should just start off with it. Um, so, F1's back. And with that, I decided, let's do some predictions. Don't you boo. Boo F1. I'm just kidding. Don't you boo. We've lost half the fans. Oh, the British people are upset. Yeah, JC's already upset. Um, JC's just upset. JC's just an upset person. He's just a very negative person. Anyways. Unbelievable. um, Talking shit on the podcast. We've done that for the past five weeks. No one watches. Uh No, uh uh-uh. We're literally just here to yap. But, That's um, true. Anyways, it's true. So, um, I guess we should start off. I wanted to do some F1 predictions. So, um, I have 
biggest improvement, biggest disappointment, and then the world champion. So, um, I guess I'll start because I want to. Um, and I'm going to start wait, with wait, biggest improvement. What? Okay, good. No, 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 no. You answered my question. Go ahead. No, okay. I, yeah, you have to have patience, Jesse. My God. Young, you have to have patience, young grasshopper. Young grasshopper. Um, anyway, so uh, my biggest improvement is Logan Sargent. Yep, and the bias is back. Yep, and I'm retired. I would like to say, I like to say I'm one retired. thing. <laughs> is that even going to be picked up? Is that even going to be picked up? I hope it does. If it's not, I'll add it in post. Um, Wait, up? I didn't even hear Oh, you, 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 you have the soundboard. Sound oh, yeah, he just played the he just played the what the fuck is a kilometer. Thank um, God. But um, Thank God I have that shit muted. Anyways, Logan always seems to do better in his second season in a category than in his first, and I think that will translate over to this season. I think he's going to improve massively. He seems to be a little bit touchy with the car still, but it's a lot better than last year. So I think Logan Sarge is going to prove massively. I think he's going to get multiple points scored. I'm not going to say he's going to beat Albon by any means. Because Logan's a rookie, Delta, kind of technically. But, and Albon's a top five driver on the grid. But I think Logan will exceed expectations that have been labeled upon him unfairly, in my opinion. Especially because he now has experience at all these tracks. And the tracks that he was the best at, and the races he was the best at, were where he did FP1 testing, FP and Abu Dhabi and Bahrain and Silverstone was the outlier. But other than Except that, they for did Vegas. Vegas was weird. Ve- was well, Ve- well, Vegas was also like the first time anyone was at that track. Ah, oh, fair enough. Like, oh, yeah, right. So yeah. it kind of makes sense. But like, I do think Logan will improve a lot this year. Um, but yeah, there's my biggest improvement. All right, so now that we got the bias out of the way okay. with Nexus, my biggest improvement is Kevin Magnuson. I knew you were going to do it. I <laughs> that that it bias is insane. We're Logan, fucking, we're so good at this. Logan, oh. no, Logan at least makes sense. K-Mac doesn't make any sense. Kevin Magnuson is going to be driving for his career in Formula One. <laughs> And he is going to not only beat Nico Hulkenberg, but he is going to finish 18th in points in that Haas. Who do you have? I think. Ow. Oh, Nico. Yeah, I have Nico finishing 20th, and I don't even know where the grid stacks up, so I'm just going to say Dono Joe is going to be 19th. That's a, that's a um, fair statement. But I think Kevin Magnuson will beat Nico in qualifying and in race and in points. So. Okay. That is my okay. biggest improvement. Alrighty. Who's I mean, next? Was, me? I think he was faster Jesse. in both practice sessions today. So. Oh, oh no, Nico got P7. <laughs> Aw. Fair enough. All anyway, right, Jesse, you go. My turn. I am sick and tired of this fucking bias. This is why oh I think God. the biggest improvement will be Carlos Sainz. The guy who won the only <laughs> non-Red Bull race last year. I agree. He wins I, multiple races and finishes third in the championship. Okay. I see that. Alright. So Oh no. I guess I guess they're keeping the bias thing going, huh? We all picked our favorite drivers anyway. We're not biased we all at all. We're favorite drivers, so I'm just gonna choose Lance Stroll 
And I think he's going to have a way better season this year compared to last year. That's it. That's about it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I have nothing else because I actually had something else written down. But, you know, since we're all going with our favorite drivers, apparently. You didn't have what to. You mean? I what did it. No, 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 no. What do you mean you didn't? What, what do you, you actually have? You what do I actually have for biggest yeah. improvement? Yes. I Guan Yu Zhou. Fair okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, anyways, um, biggest disappointment. This is a driver or a team that um, we think is going to show really nothing this year. And in my opinion, that is Alpine by far. They were the worst team in FB1. I think except for maybe Haas. Even though I think they got beat by Haas. No, Haas. They beat both Haases. So, there's one. They lost a... They only beat two Haases in FP1. And in FP2, I don't know where they finished. I know they were both at the bottom 10, though. Um, Pierre finished 16th, and Esteban finished 18th. They are not good this season. I and like they've there's been multiple things coming out about how their engine weighs too much and it's just so much excess weight. And it's like we're like I just don't think they're gonna do anything this year. I think they'll be lucky if they make it past Q three tomorrow. Or is it it's still tomorrow. It's tomorrow. But um yeah. Also, why is everything a day early? I didn't even know there was practice. Um because today. Ramadan. Uh uh-uh. uh. And they can't race on uh, Ramadan. And they can't race on Sunday. Oh, oh so the race is Saturday morning? Saturday, yes. No, Saturday, Saturday at 1 p.m. Yep. Saturday at 1 p.m. That's worse. Hey, at least I don't have to wake up early. I oh, might no, it's, it's 10 a.m. My bad, it's 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Oh, then we'll see. Oh, okay. Know, it's 10 a.m. I know, I'd probably be awake by then, but like, I don't no, know I'll if I will watch. I will, I will definitely be asleep. Hey. 10 a.m. to watch a Max Verstappen win is crazy. Real. Uh, speaking of that, let's get to let's get this show on the road. We need yeah. to get to the important stuff quick. Our, uh, All right. Most disappointing driver, or yeah, biggest disappointment. So you had Alpine. Yeah. I am going to go with Logan Sargent. I hate you. I think that he is not going to do much of anything, and the pressure is going to get to him. He's going to kind of just. Not do great. I think he's. I think he'll score a few points just because the Williams is going to be really good. But I think compared to Alex, he's going to do absolutely nothing and uh, probably get replaced by someone like Schumacher in twenty twenty five. Ew. I agree with what Arrow just said. You did that completely out of spite. No, I also have that. I also had that written down. I also agree. I think Logan Sargent will do exactly what Arrow said. So fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Jesse, who do you got? Okay. My biggest disappointment for the year is going to... Actually, no, there's a couple I could pick. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the bold one. I think Sergio Perez is going to have a very off year. And compared to, he's going to have an off year compared to what? Well, His I mean, off year. Yeah, every year's kind of been an off year, and I think it continues. Even I think more every off year, year that he's... I think that every year he's there, he's... I mean, he's improved in the standings, but I think that Red Bull also just continues to get better. It's kind of hard it's to kind of hard to improve seconds. from the best. So, well, I mean, true. You know. Still, I mean, I don't know. I think compared to Max, everything is a disappointment. To be completely honest. True. Yeah. So you know, no matter how good of a year oh, he has, pick. 
Yay! But no, right. it, no matter how good that Sergio is when he's teammates with Max, everything is going to look like a disappointment. Yeah, yeah that's true. Kinda. Alright, let's get this show over with on the F1 segment. Let's get this F1 segment over. I hate F1 with the passion. The world champion. Who do we got, boys? Let's upset in in three. Two. Let's upset two. One. Max Max Verstappen. Sergio Perez. Stop. kill yourself. (laughs) No, it is Max. But, 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 I would like to say. On the podcast. On on the off chance that this does happen, Checo has every year at Red Bull he's went up one position. He was fourth in twenty one, third in twenty two. Oh my god, you're so cringe. Second in twenty. Now Wait, he finished fourth in. He finished fourth no. in twenty twenty one. Yeah, because uh, well, I think Sainz got third. Oh, Botas existed. Yeah, Botas um, got but, third. But look at the percentage of points compared to Max each time. How's that been? I can't imagine it's yeah, gotten Yeah, isn't it getting worse? I'm pretty sure it's gotten worse <laughs> every yeah. year. Anyways. The closest yeah. he's been to Max was 2021. It will be Max for Staffen. Let's be mm-hmm. brutally honest here. Yeah, well, don't, don't try to kid yourself with a bold take here, Nexus. Shut, shut up. Anyways. No. Um, on to um, our first review of a certain racing series that... I love watching, but has left me with nothing but pain and misery. The Xfinity series. It's not That's that. not the right thing. <laughs> Another not quiz it. that has left me with nothing but pain and misery. Supercars. Yeah. Greatest, so, I gotta love Andretti, right? <laughs> they definitely put on a race. They I... definitely put on a master class of a performance and definitely before, didn't choke before... away... Didn't choke away the race because they took less fuel on the first pit stop. Before we get into, um, I want to go over two things before we get into that. Actually, we need to talk about both races because remember we had two. It was a doubleheader race weekend. It week. was a doubleheader race weekend. We have to go over two things first before I want to get into that. Um, first off, Ryan Wood is the unluckiest driver in supercars already. I can't believe how you can start a season that poorly and do nothing wrong like, like both yeah, races insane. got taken out lap one like turn one lap one turn, yeah like, well turn I'm, one lap one on the first race on the straight stretch on the second one and he yeah. had good qualifying performances like i think he was like sixth and 11th just two starts yeah like that's, like, that's really good for a rookie like right and i feel so bad for him he was like like, I was yeah. so excited because, like, oh, we got rid of, they got rid of Percat. Oh, Ryan Woods, this new rookie, he seems to be really good in Super Two, and then he just starts off the season dominated with two Super first laps, with two first laps, right? He didn't dominate Super Two. I don't think he won the championship, did he? Did he not? But I don't yeah. think he did. It was Kai something? Kai. Kai Allen. Kai, Kai, Kai Allen. That's it. Why does he not have a ride? By the way, let's. I have that no needs idea. to be discussed. Didn't Kai Allen win a pole in Supercars, Arrow? Is that what no, you that was or? Zach Best. Oh. Who, actually, I think he struggled in Super 2 last year. Oh, okay. But, yeah, no, he got a pole in, like, his first ever Supercar start. Driving for Techford. In a completely blank, unsponsored car. Zach Best finished second in points. That's pretty point funny, to be honest. Now, pretty sure um, Kai yeah. Allen made his debut at Bathurst this year in the, um... I think he did. In the DJR, um, uh, wildcard entry. 
He oh, did. Also, he drove. I want to talk about another rookie that quite that struggled quite badly. Um, um yeah, uh, yeah, Aaron Love uh, wrecked in the same corner like three times over the weekend. Yeah, it's like I used really. Love. I think Aaron Love's really good, but just what a bad weekend. I mean, especially considering he I ran mean, the the Bathurst 1000 last year, so he has plenty yeah. of experience at the track. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a rough. Start. I mean, it's just a very bad start for the rookies. Like Ryan Wood DNF both races. Aaron Love DNF one. Well, don't think Jackson Evans ran all that. Jackson well. Evans finished twenty second and twenty four or twentieth and twenty first. Yeah, that's not great. I don't. Is that all three rookies? Or is there I think it's one? all the rookies. Yeah. Yeah. But they are the currently they are the bottom three of the standing. Yeah. But, yeah that's. But the rookies, anyways, so... Anyways, there are two drivers that I would like to give a massive shout-out on this uh, supercar segment before we get into the actual race review. Um, Dave... Or not Dave, uh, Nick Percat and Richie Stanaway. Richie Stanaway is really good. Like, I didn't realize how good he was. And, like... Um. Like, Nick Percat got robbed. Of a win this weekend, I would go. I don't know about a that. win, but he, he had a really a good run. Going. Good, good, good run. Yeah. Definitely a yeah. good run going. And I was so sad when he pitted. I was heartbroken. I was like, "Come on, Nick! Come on, Nick!" Like, I don't really get why he pitted. Like, I don't. I thought I, they he pitted at the halfway point in the race, and I thought you yeah. could, you, know, you could make it that far. But I'm I guess like, my only um, thought is that it was. You know, the two mandatory pit stops. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing or not. It could have also been that they took a, like a lot less fuel than they um, had to to make it on their first stop, which it just... Potentially, yeah. Because I feel like if they did take a full tank at the halfway point, they might not have been able to get out ahead of, you know, like, Mostert, Feeney, Brown, that group. Yeah. So I don't know, but... Incredible run though for him. He finally yeah. remembered how to drive a race car. Yeah. Um. But uh. All right. Those are the two guys I really want to go over. Um. But anyways, Cam, so, Cam Hill had an underrated run. This Cam Hill was Cam Hill was really good in the first race. He had enough in the second race. He finished twenty third. But that first race was really good. Yeah, it was great. But um. Anyways, so um. On to the actual race review. Um. I think we what? have a new. I think we have a, a Hamver bot in supercars. Mm-hmm. Brown yeah, Feeney Mostert. I'm really shocked that Cam Waters wasn't part of that this weekend. I don't know what was up with him that weekend, but twenty second and sixteenth. So wait a minute before we before we continue. Um, after doing some research, at least according to Reddit, um, Bath, the, the both of the 500 races did have two mandatory pit stops. Oh, That's okay, why that makes okay. sense. I still don't agree with mandatory pit stops in any series at all. Yeah. But it's yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, the, no. Feeney, Mostert, and Brown on another level compared to anyone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the 25 pit crew was not. Yeah. Like, just not only was the strategy I, off, but yeah. they couldn't get the one tire back on or something. I forget exactly what it was, but I had to put a spare tire on that was, like, six laps old. Everything, so he's just kind of just struggling. Everything yeah. is pain as a Jazz Monster fan. 
But it's um Mozzie, Mozzie, Mozzie. Did they not um was it error that they took less fuel on the first pit stop and then took more the second pit stop? I think they did that as well, but they also couldn't get the tire on. So I that like extended th- the stop a bit. I do like that, that that's a big part of the supercar series, is that the amount of fuel you take per pit stop does add up. You mm-hmm. know, especially in those kind of races and Yeah, it is quite interesting. Um but I think it's kind of because of the two mandatory stops. Because yeah. mo- I think you could probably make it on one stop easily. Yeah. So I get that. I I, I don't really know how the supercars would fix kind of what they have going on. Because if you create a tire that wears, cars can't get close to each other because the tire overheats. Make a tire that can last, then it turns into a fuel-saving game. Yeah, so. it's just it's weird. I think supercars is as close to, you know... It's extremely close to, you know, perfection. I wouldn't say perfection, but, you know. I think SVG know. said that they're extremely fun cars to drive. It's just they're hard to race. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but, no, I I was really upset with uh, the uh, results of the Supercars race. Although I will say the racing was great. I thought um, Brown versus Feeney was going to end up with a massive accident. <laughs> Um, I, I feel then, like Will Brown is going to kind of take it easy these first few races to make a good impression with the team. But second half of the season, he's going to, like, there's yeah, no holding well, back. Yeah. I think that's where he went wrong last year in his title hunt. Is he went right out of the gate and was full gas early on in the season and then kind of died out towards the middle and end of the year. And yeah. Then just, you know. And then he yeah. spun off in the grass at the bend. <laughs> that was great. That was, that was so funny. Was that at the bend, by the way? It was about the bend, yeah. Okay. And then the season kind of just went downhill from there. Yeah. But, so yeah, race one was won by Brock Feeney. Race two was won by Will Brown. So it was a triple eight Red Bull sweep. But I believe Will Brown's leading the championship right now. Will Brown is leading the championship. Brock Feeney is second. Chaz Mostert is third. They are the only three people with a podium this year. Um, It's, it was, uh, Feeney, Brown, Mostert, and then it was Brown, Mostert, Feeney for the first two races. Don't worry, Thomas Randall is coming. Thomas, Thomas Randall was fourth was. in the in the second race. So yeah, he did. He had a good. He found out how to build a car again. Uh, just for just for Thomas, not for Cam. Not for Cam. Yeah. Um. Poor Cam. Then, I, I think everyone was like throwing his name out to be a championship contender, and then he just does that. Honestly. Beginning of the season, before any kind of on track anything, Cam Waters is my championship pick. That's Uh-oh. not going to end well. I, th- I think I think Brock. Fe- my prediction now would be Brock Feeney, but I guess we'll see. I'm trusting. Uh, I'm trusting my driver. I'm not trusting the team, but I have enough faith in Jazz Mostert that he will win the championship this year. Well, we'll see how that goes. I hope I'm de- I'm de- I'm delusional, but I hope I'm right. Um, real about that. Anyways, on to the next topic of conversation, and probably the dumbest thing I've ever fucking read. Um, I'm upset because I think that this system has essentially ruined NASCAR, and apparently another race series is going to do it. IndyCar is going to add charters. Apparently. I feel like charters is kind of it's like pros and cons still because if charters didn't exist, I don't think we'd have as many new and interesting teams in NASCAR. I don't think Trackhouse would be around. I don't think 2311 would be around. Um, 
So I can kind of understand IndyCar wanting to create something of value for the teams, but exclude it for the 500, please. I don't want Bump Day. Don't, don't, or I don't want to get rid of Bump Day. It's one of the most exciting moments in motorsports of the entire year. And it's, it's why I don't like it in NASCAR, especially for the 500, because it makes the duels completely useless, especially when you have only two cars being in queue. It's yeah, just, like, it's just, we got lucky this year whenever, because J.J. Yale is a god for some reason. He is um, a god. I love that man. He's him. But, like, this is just it's ridiculous. Just, like, Bump Day it. needs to stay. Honestly, IndyCar management as a whole is ju- is just making some really poor decisions right now. Like, they, they, they don't advertise themselves properly, and then they do stupid things so, sometimes. It's very Roger, annoying. Roger Penske has done absolutely nothing that he promised when he bought the series. He promised more ovals. We ended up getting rid of one. And is now targeting more street circuits. Um, and they haven't changed their marketing strategies at all. They're still just doing what IndyCar does. The He promised a new car and chassis, which... Is I mean, it apparently is going to happen, but not until like 2027. So that's a long time from now. So they haven't even started working on that. And there's just been, there's no excitement around the series right now. Because the schedule is Penske. My sleepy it, Penske thing is coming into full effect. It's just like, yeah, it's just, I don't. I think the Charters is part know. of just Roger Penske being the owner of the series. Because it benefits him. Having guaranteed yeah, pretty much. And um, he also said when he first bought the series that that's not something he would even think about. Now, two years later, it's happening. It's it's just frustrating. Yeah. I love IndyCar. I love watching IndyCar, but I just don't love the series and what they're doing to it. Yeah, it's just it's the same thing that NASCAR is doing, and the fact that we're killing teams because of these fucking dumb charters. I I never. Whenever the charter system first became a thing, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I guess it makes sense for, like, I, like SHR not to DNQ or a Rick Ware, or not, or not Rick Ware, a Rick Roush card to not DNQ. But, like, then as it became more and more prevalent that it's just a money grabbing tool, it just got worse and well, worse. I worse. I still, I don't hate the idea of charters for NASCAR because yeah, I feel like. I, I used to, and then I kind of understood the business side of it. That these teams, they go out of business. They got nothing. They're just they're dead. Now they can choose. Okay, I think we need to leave the series. We have something of major value that we can sell, yeah. so we're better yeah, off I mean, and bring a new competitive team into the series. Yeah, I mean BJ McLeod is only running like six races this year, right? With yeah, Lifast, and they made forty million dollars in the off season. Like. Yeah, so, and we have a bunch of interesting new teams because of it. So I think Charters have done exactly what they needed to do for NASCAR. I just think the downside is, you know, they're locked in every race, which is disappointing. But I think... I don't understand why, I don't understand why IndyCar would do that. They don't need to do that. They already yeah, have so many interesting things happen. Yeah, well, it's not it's, like... You had McLaren join recently. The, That's the interesting. Thing with, the thing with IndyCar even is, is that... You know, is that the field isn't like 
big enough to really need a charge. Yeah, there's system. no point in it. The only race yeah. that it would mean anything would be the 500. The Indy 500, which they don't need have, it. You know, because they don't have, but like, what, 25 cars on the grid every week? 27. 27. Yeah, it's 27. Okay, but the, yeah. Field size. Uh, Indy 500 is insane. 33. Yeah. And they, Indy gets normally like 36. Yeah, it's, it's not. A, it's not like. It's not needed. It's yeah, really, it's really not. Needed. not. It's and not even then, the only teams. I think the only people that profit from IndyCar having charters is the big teams. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that I kind of been frustrated by IndyCar recently is all their hybrid testing has been between Ganassi, Andretti, and Penske. None of the other teams have any laps with the hybrid system that's being implemented in like six months. Is and, okay, I have a question. Does Andretti oh, yeah. even count as like a super team anymore? They haven't won a Not championship really. since like 2008. I think in like resources wise and uh, how much influence I they guess, have on the team. I guess just because yes. they're a legacy, yeah. They're just a legacy. Yeah. I think yeah. McLaren is like a quarter of a step behind being a super it, team, it but essentially there. Yeah. And like, here's the thing you can hate, like, on we can hate on NASCAR all we want. At least yeah. the series doesn't really make a bias towards certain teams. Like the yeah, fact no, that we I only agree. have the fact that we only have three, and I would go as far as to say even F one doesn't do that. Like, eh. like, no, it's the same. I think three the Stewart, teams. the Stewart, I think the Stewart decisions sometimes well, are no, very. No, well, that's, that's the Stewart. It's not that's, that's, that's the Stewart. Yeah. That's not the series. Okay, the series yeah. itself is rigged. They don't. Against. They don't. You know, they're not having. Just Red Bull and Ferrari test the 2026 engines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I get what you mean by that. It's just but, like it's but, it's so it's, weird how Indy is so biased towards the top. It's just like it's I don't weird. like it. It's just it's ridiculous in my opinion. Like we have most of it comes down to Roger Penske owns the series now because Roger Penske is an old man who shouldn't be around anymore, but somehow Sleepy Penske, I keep telling you, but somehow he's still alive and he's ruining everything. He's done it in NASCAR. He's doing still it. Alive. No, he, Relax, he's buddy. running the he's, team is great. He's only, he's only in his eighties. So it's like, it's like he's, he's doing a great job owning a scene. I just, I, I don't like the idea of having someone who owns a series also own a team. Yeah. yeah. Like, I get obviously that you're gonna have it's you like know, it's like having Hendrick like any... it's like having Hendrick yeah. own NASCAR. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a oh my Roger Penske Roger Penske is, is eighty seven years 87. old. <laughs> I think the only reason that Action Express isn't in NASCAR is because the France family doesn't want that like conflict of interest in the NASCAR. Because Action Express is owned by Jim France and his group. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's why. So that's why Action Express Racing was testing next gens in twenty twenty one. That makes sense. But they never entered because yeah, that would just be weird to have a team owned by the series owner in NASCAR. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's disappointing though, because I remember whenever that was the thing, I was like, oh my god, can we get like Felipe Nasser and like a wing thirty one car in NASCAR? <laughs> no. Yeah, that'd be great. But um, no, it's just. I it doesn't make sense. It's because we have a team owner owning the series, and it's kind of killing it, in my opinion. Because like yeah. we've had, like, not really that good of like the racing's been great, but uh, racing's like some of the best in motorsports. No, Indy has always had a problem with like, uh, like 
supporting themselves, like being like active on social media, like advertising themselves properly. They're they've been pretty poor at that for a while. IndyCar is in a position right now where they're fine with being the F1 American cousin, which is not how you want to run a series. No, not at all. Because everyone's going to look at it, and it's just like. Let's let's be brutally honest here. It's F one and NASCAR combined, but they're not doing anything with it, so therefore no one watches it. it Especially yeah. considering that Amer- uh, F one's like dropping more races in America. You know, you've got NASCAR yeah. even going international again with maybe races in Mexico, Mexico and Canada. Canada, even a Brazil race I think is on the cards. Well, they, like, they didn't they start a Brazilian series not that long ago or something like that. I think or they've always been into an ongoing one. Yeah. Which is insane to me. Like NASCAR is going back to being global everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I like, think they're going to talk about starting like an Asian series and a Middle I East series. I saw that. I and saw yet, that. And yet, you got IndyCar, which is just really regressing because they have done nothing but remove tracks that a everyone loves and add tracks that no one cares about. Why yeah, the Thermal Club? I know Get we all off. make fun of F one chasing money by going to these big cities, like. But I feel like IndyCar, needs, way to, better. IndyCar yeah. needs to have at least one race where they do that because they can't just have eighty percent of the races in the Midwest. I just here, here's the, I here's the thing with IndyCar is I hate that IndyCar just goes like I understand that there are these circuits and everything that have had that have been there for a while. Go somewhere different, please. Well, everyone's in a position where or IndyCar's in no, a position F1, where yeah. they can they can expand the amount of races in the series because they only have yeah. so what seventeen seventeen yeah. So and, yeah. two, and two of the weekends are doubleheaders, so really, fifteen. Yeah. So do something about that first. Do they still have two races at the Indy Road Course? No, they don't. Not they got rid of that. that, that could, they got rid of that. I mean, that's even a race I that I feel like they those, could drop as well. I think one of those went to. No, uh, I I disagree with that. Milwaukee. I like the Indy Road Course. I think it went. No, I think it went to. Um, I think it did go to Milwaukee actually. No, no, I think I, the they, second Texas race went to Milwaukee. The oh, IndyCar, IndyCar, oh. if IndyCar wants to bring its brand back, they should go to Montreal. Honestly, yeah, Montreal, Montreal Walk, would be great. Montreal, Montreal Indy race Watkins would slap. Sonoma, Montreal, dude, IndyCar with IndyCar with Watkins Glen would be race of the year material. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I mean, it was great when they went like 2016, 2017. Exactly, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They, they, like, if they go back, um, it's race of the year contender. I mean, Mid Ohio, oh, Mid Ohio is on schedule. They go to Mid Ohio. I thought, I thought they got. They rid go of, to, I thought yeah. they removed that because they removed it from the truck schedule. Did they move? I don't know which. It's, it's they moved Road America from the schedule. That's what it was. It was. Road America still on F or IndyCar as well. Yeah, but they removed it from the NASCAR schedule. That's why I got confused. But uh, um, but no, you know, like you got. Like you have so many potential good tracks, and yet you're going to these nothing crap, like Thermal Club, and I don't like the new Detroit track at all. The only Detroit. reason it switched state is dates or switched locations is because it's right underneath the GM uh, headquarters. And and another thing is it's completely useless because one of the main reasons everyone kind of liked Detroit was a because Belle Isle was great, and b it was the Detroit Duels. Now it's a race. I, mean, I don't even mind it being one day. I just think the Detroit Belle Isle track was a really cool track. The current Detroit street circuit's just very... It feels very... Like, I don't know how to explain it other than too urban. Like, it feels like it's in the middle of a bunch of parking lots and parking garages and it, just... It is. 
nothing all, interesting it is, about the location. It is geometric. It. That is the best yeah. way I can describe it. It is nothing but right angles. Yeah. And it is... And potholes. Like, I understand F1, or... Why do I keep calling it F1? I understand that IndyCars can handle bumps Because we're used to ranting about F1 being yeah. dumb and not but IndyCar. I understand that IndyCar can handle bumps on street circuits, but not every street circuit needs to be like Sebring. You know? Yeah. Like, Speaking of Sebring, that's where um, IndyCar needs to go. They really need to go to Sebring. Yeah, Sebring. I would say Homestead, but I know they're never going to go back to Homestead. I, no, I still think there's a higher chance you guys think that they can go back to Homestead. They're not See, arrow, They arrow. almost made it happen, and then they, the Iowa deal came, so they're arrow, obviously I interested really, in doing it. I really don't think they'll ever go back to Homestead after Was that before there. Roger took over, though? No, that, okay. that was after he took over. Oh, it was okay. supposed to be for 2023, it, or 2022, I think. It was all but happening. It was like going to be announced. And then Hy-Vee came in and said, hey, we'll sponsor both Iowa races if you bring them back. And bring Ed Sheeran. That's still insane to me that Ed, Ed Sheeran, Sheeran performed at an IndyCar race. That is kind of insane. Not going to um, That's another thing. They have the freaking market- marketability. They got Ed Sheeran to perform in an IndyCar race, and yet they do nothing with it. Well, the only company that's interested in providing major financial support to IndyCar is Hyvee, which doesn't isn't going to do anything outside of the Midwest. This is true. Because they're also sponsoring both uh, Milwaukee races, but and I think that might be because I don't think they're going to sponsor the Iowa races anymore. Because I'm pretty sure they're going to sponsor the NASCAR race. No, that's true. Oh. But, so, uh, what? I have something to say. We should what? probably wrap this segment up. We've kind of been talking about three different things so far, and we have a lot more to do, and we've been talking yeah, for about 40 minutes. Well, well, I think I'm just ranting about IndyCar. IndyCar, best series in motorsports. They gotta do better. Do better. Else, do better. Best, best racing, the worst yeah. ownership. Yeah. Except for maybe Formula E, but we don't get into that. But, uh, oh, I know why Bob just is hurrying just out has this. terrible racing. Oh, a minute with Bob. Yeah, Bob's got to do his Let's minute. Let's see if he actually has anything to talk about this week. Yeah, Bob, you got something to say this week? I'll get the time. Uh, I, I, got, I, I, got, I got a lot of stuff to say this week. Actually, I kind of don't. Welcome right. back to a minute with Bob. Right. Everybody. Time right. ready. Timer starting in three, two, one, go. I don't know about you guys, but, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was at the store, right? And I got like this, this really cool, uh, sandwich and the sandwich was kind of like good. I don't know how it was like a 99 cent sandwich. And I was like, no way that they got a 99 cent sandwich. And I'm just like, I gotta try this. And I'm like, this is about to be the worst food in the world. I ate it. It was like ham cheese, uh, like a little bit of honey mustard. And I'm like, Holy shit, this is the best sandwich I've ever had. Why are they selling this for 99 cents? Why isn't this stuff like $10 at like in like the supermarket like deli section? And I'm just like sitting there and like observing this sandwich. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is amazing. I don't know what to do with this. And then I put it in the fridge time's and then up, forgot up, about time's it. Up, time's up. Time's up. That was the one. Never heard thing one of my life. I've never heard one person talk about like talk so much, and yet we learn say nothing at all. Yeah, other than he observed a sandwich, no, but he didn't eat it. A sandwich, but didn't eat. No, I took a bite out of it. 
And then you continue to observe it, and then forgot about it. Then I put it in the. Then I put it in the fridge, and then I went to bed. Your minutes up. Your minutes up. Your minutes up. I'm gonna. You know what, Arrow? How did Riley Herbst do this week? Hey Jesse, how did Herbst do this week? I hate Ford. I actually don't know what happened, so I would actually really like. He ran out of gas. So while running, while running second, about four separate Fords ran out of gas. Including Riley Herbs, who was running second. He then came back to come finish fifteenth, a lap down, <laughs> but finished fifth on track. Like was the fifth one across the line. So Ford bad. Don't hey, care. Yeah, Ford SVG had like top five. Ford, don't care. Huh? SVG finished third. SVG P three though. Yeah. W. Anyways, um, now you two or YouTube. Watch well, out! I think you two. You two can talk about the expanding truck races. I know Arrow didn't watch them. I watched only the cup race I was busy on Saturday, and I don't know what happened. So uh, you two take that away, and I'll keep my mouth shut for a little bit. Which race? Expanding and trucks. Okay. I don't even. I don't even know. I I watched the truck race a little did, bit. It was okay. Did any of us watch the expanding race? What I, I, I watched, it. I did. I did. I did. I was too busy running Bathurst. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Indy, I mean, not IndyCar. I mean, Xfinity. <laughs> Xfinity was pretty good. Uh, it was what good, was it? and I think it was okay. Like, it wasn't like anything spectacular. Everything else, it was like one of the yeah. worst Xfinity races of all time. Daytona was not led, much better. Ever, I thought everyone let Jesse Love lead like 150 of the hundred. They did that at Daytona too, Arrow. Well, yeah, but it's Love not much. Led, it like, was pretty much the left. same. It was the same race, but just a more annoying racetrack because, like, Daytona is built for this. Atlanta should not be a play track, and they shouldn't have redesigned it. So, yeah. you know, that's that's the only pretty much the only difference. I what I really I, that finish pissed me off to no ends. As an Austin Hill hater, why was nobody blocking him? Not a single person went. Oh, Austin Hill's back up at the front again. Maybe we should like I don't know defend him. Do something. No, they all just like here's the middle lane, Austin. And oh, by the way, everyone's running out of gas, so he just pulled this lane. From what I've learned is that nobody races Austin Hill. I don't know why. And it's like not even just the only one. They just don't. They just pull over for him. (laughs) He doesn't have to. Yeah, doesn't have to race anyone. Sheldon Creed is the only one to fight him, and it was his teammate. That's crazy when you think about it. Every every Xfinity race that Austin Hill wins is the exact quote of Ross Chastain's win at Talladega. I didn't even do anything. I just stayed down there. That's it. That's how he wins. All All the super speedways where he doesn't have to work for him. Then he has that Vegas race where where he didn't have to do it because Allgaier let him by. (laughs) Yeah, Allgaier let him by with three laps to go. Chandler Chandler Smith just said, oh, I'm wasting my tires and then just dies. And then that Pocono race, which he didn't once again didn't just didn't really do anything. Off, or, uh, Josh Berry just kind of threw it away. Yeah. Why did you have to mention that Talladega race, Jesse? Now I'm sad. What do you mean? What? Ta- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I got you. God. I'm my, I'm legitimately watching man. the highlights right now. You're watching who? I'm watching the highlights right now of the race because I want to know what happened. Yeah, yeah it was not that very fun. Kyle Larson. Like went very high on Eric Jones and kills Kurt Busch and Eric uh, Jones moved out of Eric, Ross's way. 
Yeah, Eric Jones tried to block Larson and lost all his momentum. I don't want to talk about it. Kurt Busch. I think 2022. it was Kurt. Was it, was it Kurt or Bubba that he wrecked? It was one oh, it was Bubba. It was Bubba. It was oh, 2023. It was Bubba. I think it was Bubba. I was going to say, um, guys. I'm like, you guys are not very smart. But um, anyways, on to a race that I actually watched. Or I guess we didn't go over trucks, but it was a Kyle Busch win. No one so watched the think. truck race. Nobody. I, I don't think a single person here watched the, only, the truck race. I think the only thing I know about the truck race is that Bailey Curry drove a convertible. This is true. That's a yeah, he, should have been, he, he literally that should have been like that should have been. I don't understand how that wasn't investigated. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, that's apparently was at the shop all day today. Mm, interesting. Because well, two of their windshields fell. The forty-five did, and the forty-one did. I know that happened. Nice is cooked. But um, anyways, on to another race that I watched actually. Um, that Atlanta Cup race was really something. To um, say it was something to say the least. Um, in my opinion, it was a very mediocre race. It was. I thought it was really good. I kind of enjoyed. It saved everything. It. It. That is. That is true. You are correct on that. But like, even then, I really enjoyed it. I was like, okay, this is actually better than I expected. Because I've been like Arrow was. I would watch it still, but I hated the new Atlanta because I just thought, oh, it's. No, that's not how I am. I have yet to watch a new Atlanta race. No, well, let, let me... Let me finish. Jesus Christ. No, you're not allowed. I would be... I, I didn't really like the new Atlanta race. I didn't even really watch it. The only really races I watched from the new Atlanta was the Xfinity races in 22. And that was only because, for some reason, Landon decided to be great there. And nearly won the, fu- nearly won the spring race. But anyways, besides the point, um, no, I did not watch a lot of the New Atlanta, and then I watched this week, and I was like, okay, this is entertaining, but it's still not great. And then it got to like, and like the first, that was after the first stage, and then the second stage just started picking up, and I was like, okay, this is getting kind of good. And then the third stage came around, and I was like, wow, like this is fun, I'm having a good time watching this race, and then that freaking finish in in my opinion i know people would disagree with me on this because people are dumb um it's not the best it is not the best but it is one of the best i don't think you can get much better than a three-wide finish but there are certain finishes that do do that Um, 2011 dega finish is still better 2011 dega 2021 bristol uh xfinity 2003 uh darlington like those this is in yeah, all right, but this is in my opinion top five. I'd say it's behind all four of those, but barely. But like, I don't think you can get much better with a three wide finish that's separated by zero point zero seven. Was was it zero point zero zero seven? Uh, zero point seven one thousandths between first and third. Zero zero seven. Okay, double oh seven. That is insane. And we had a good winner. Which is what we could yeah not we say. did we didn't have Ryan Blaney win thank God we we which is what we could not say about the five hundred is that the five hundred was an amazing race from start to finish but we didn't have a good winner we had a good winner whenever it came to Atlanta and it was a great finish that is really all I have to say about this race other than that I mean William Byron isn't a bad winner it's just the finish kind of stinked yeah so it really was yeah I guess you're right but like it's just you know I expected I was expecting like a Blaney win. 
But um, uh, one guy, before we move on, that I really want to talk about, actually a couple guys. Um, Todd Gilliland is currently the most le- has the most laps led in Cup right now. That's insane. Um, pretty More much was the- than Austin Dillon in his last four seasons. Yeah, the most. Well, and um, that's actually an insane stat. Wait, that's actually didn't hasn't Austin won twice since then too, or no, just once? I think he's won twice in the last four seasons. Yeah, and he has seventy laps led. That's insane to think, actually. That's actually, crazy. I think most of those are from. The- oh wait, I guess twenty twenty Texas did. Yeah, but I think most of yeah. those are from that one Texas race, right? No. I think he led like forty something laps in that race. Because I know yeah, it was for. Okay, I know it, might, it like, might be a majority or half. I think. I know for a good chunk. Oh, because I know for a good chunk of that Texas race, it was like, bang! Like it was like, caution after caution after caution. That's whenever like he was leading. Because it was him and Reddick that were side by side. It was that time. type of finish that happened in the five fifty package a lot, where you you could stay out on very old tires. After Aaron and uh, no one can pass you because it just they just keep restarting. Same way Kurt won that Vegas race. Yeah, but like I mean, I think that's like the most he led over the past couple of years. And Todd Gillen, in my opinion, after causing that massive accident, let's be brutally honest here, that was all his fault. Um, at the. Uh, at the start of the race, he came back and dominated and was, like, probably the best driver on track. A really, really, really good race from Todd after a very, very bad start. And honestly, kind of proves to me why he shouldn't be in that 38 car, because, yeah, he's a great driver, but he really hasn't shown much in that 38, and now he's led the most laps in the first two races. He is, and he made a very, very good recovery after a very, very boneheaded move to start off the race. And another guy I want to talk about, I know everyone is going to uh, be very upset with me talking about this man, because everyone knows where I'm going with this. Jesse Love. Oh my god. That kid. That was not impressive at all. There was nothing impressive. There was nothing impressive about your teammate blocking for you for four, like for ninety percent of the races he's led. It's not good. Jesse Love has done absolutely nothing so far. It could have been. It literally could have been anybody in first place doing that. Once we've seen him on an intermediate, if he continues to lead laps, then sure. But well, it's well, super speedways, it doesn't matter. I do genuinely think he's a decent qualifier. He did show that in the truck series. Uh, I, but, like, I, I don't know, man. I need to see something out of so, real track. So, so um, that's all I want to say. So, by the way, I'd like to point out that I think that stat is an incorrect stat that we were talking about earlier with Todd Gillen. Um, because What's that? Uh, the last four seasons. It's the last three. Well, I guess if you want to count 2024 as its own season already, it would be technically three. But oh, um, okay. Austin, Austin led 135 laps in 2020. Oh, okay. Which is the most he's led in his entire career. But then he's led 27, 24, and 19. So That's not good. What's insane, though, is that his stats were better in 2022. He had better stats overall. But um, anyways, back to what we were talking about. Um, Je- I know everyone's like, oh no, it's plate tracks, but like, that, he's what, 19, 18, somewhere along the lines of that? 
Yeah, something like that. I have no idea. He's young. He's very young. Who is young? Who's young? Jesse Love. He's 19, yeah. And, like, he's out here winning polls, dominating races. Speaking of uh, winning polls, can we talk about Michael McDowell's first ever poll and how really good FRM is? Hello? FRM is really good this year. I don't the, know what the, the hell happened, the pen- but I am all here uh, for it. Penske, Penske Alliance. Penske Let's Alliance. Go. They're, like, really closely aligned now. Like, their yeah. Roush Alliance was just their engines, I think. I think they're as but... close as the Wood Brothers Alliance now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. That just proves my point. Never mind. Never mind. You know what? We're going to ignore what? Never mind. We're going to ignore it. Because Nexus is going to get really upset. We're just going to ignore it. Nexus, how about you do your paint scheme of the week? Okay. So, my paint schemes of the week, and my least favorite paint schemes of the week, go as followed. So, uh, my favorite paint scheme from Cup in the uh, 2024... What's the name? It's the, like... I don't even know. And Better Health something. I don't know. Uh, My favorite Cup paint scheme from Atlanta was Chase Briscoe's High Point car. That's going to be a bold take. But, in my opinion, it looks really nice. I love the metallic blue on it. It looks really good. Kind of simple, but very, very good. You want to know why it's a bold take, Nexus? It's because Zane Zane Smith's focused health or whatever. It is is such a good paint scheme. That didn't run this week. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. It looked not? very similar, I think, but I don't think yeah, it was. But it was not the same paint scheme, and also looked way worse because it was base blue with blue outlines and it's just a blue race car. Let me take a look at this. You can continue but, um, though. But um, my favorite Xfinity paint scheme of the week was Sam Mayer's Raptor car. Now, as someone who hates that new Raptor car, I can't stand it. It looks it's okay. ugly. No, but we're gonna get. I we're not gonna get into it's that. Okay. Um, I this the Raptor heat, the Raptor high heat cars across both series. I would say the one and the twenty four in Cup, the one's just better in my opinion. But the twenty four still looks really good. Both of those are knock out of the park good paints, especially the one car because that one car just looks perfect. My favorite truck paint scheme is a little bit of a bold one. It's a weird one, but I love it. I really liked Mason Maggio's. Uh, I think it was I can't remember the sponsor. It's but the Floridian Motorsports team, the first two po- weeks they've been out, they've had really, really good paint schemes. Can't wait to see what Royal T puts together. He's the designer for the um, for the uh, Floridian Motorsports team. Really good designer. I've always liked his work. And I can't wait to see what he puts out more, hopefully, in the next couple weeks. I hope that team goes more full-time. I'm not sure if they're entered into Vegas. I'm not entirely positive. I hope they are. But, I don't uh, think they are. But yeah, I have been honestly kind of impressed with them. Are they not? That's disappointing. Yeah, damn, they aren't. That's actually really sad. I'm kind of upset now. I've been really impressed with them. Yeah, they didn't keep Daytona, but it's a brand new team. That kind of would happen. But then they got Atlanta. They run pretty well, top 15 most of the race, and then unfortunately have a tire go down, but finished 24th. Not a bad start for a brand new truck team that was not even announced within until like, what, two weeks before the season happened? I think it was a couple days. A couple days, yeah. I think we filmed the podcast, and then the next day it came out, right? Or something like that. It was, yeah, it was, yeah something around that. But, um, no, very good, um, very good start to that team, and I'm very excited to see what they can do, and I'm very excited to see the paint schemes that come with it, because Royalty's a great designer. Um, 
And yeah, my favorite, but anyways, uh, down to my least favorites. This one's going to get me some hate by a certain person in this podcast. Uh, my least favorite cup car was Michael McDowell's 34 car. I don't like it. It's just so, it just looks like garbage in my opinion. It's not a good paint scheme. It's just like. Oh, it looks like the Raptor car. But worse, it's Raptor car, but worse, exactly. And I don't like that's, the Raptor car. You're really, you're really pushing if if the Raptor car is the well, it's just kind of the bottom green of the with a weird gradient. Green with a weird gradient, except but for the I, gradient. Hold on, I need, I need to see this. I need to see this. Where is this? I, I like the new Raptor car though. So. But um, no, my no, Twitter I, keeps doing this thing. Holy, no, it's just I don't like it. It's just it's kind of boring. It's just there. Oh, my Twitter's down. Let's go. Oh, and yeah. Like, this is also... like I don't really think there's been a really terrible paint scheme in Cup this year so far. But you got... But that 34 is probably the weakest one I've seen so far. It's the only one that I'm not really a big fan of. But, um, yeah. So there's my least favorite um, Cup car. My least favorite Xfinity car. As much as I hate to do it to him because he knocked it out of the park at Daytona with a fantastic paint scheme. It has to be Anthony Alfredo's five car. I don't know what that car was. It's just they have a paint scheme of the year contender with that five dude wipes car. It looks amazing. It's perfect blue. And then they go out and they put out a very bland and boring paint scheme with. I'm, I'm hold on. You went with the five over the six. Yeah, that six is not good at all. Well, the five isn't good either. The five's just boring, but not bad. I don't. I, I like uh, the six. What? I, I don't hate it. It's not bad. I don't like the six at all. It, it, it's like a van. It looks like a like a seventies van. I kind of like that aesthetic. It's not bad. I don't hate it. I don't. I just think the five is boring. Like that's what I think. Yeah, it's, I guess. I mean, it's, to me, I'd rather boring over bad. You rather, rather bad over boring. I'd rather. Yeah. I would rather boring over. No, I think we got that. No, you got it right. Bad over boring. I'd rather have a bad paint scheme over a boring paint scheme. That is exactly my um, thing, because at least bad paint schemes at least have some inter- some effort put into them, usually. A boring paint scheme does not. Um, but anyways, and my least favorite truck paint scheme? Spencer Boyd 76 car from this weekend. I don't know what that car is. It's just so... Yeah. Blah. I'm sorry, Arrow. It's your paint scheme. I don't know. I'm scrolling down to find it. I don't even know what it looks like. Oh, that one. Yeah, I get that. It's weird. Yeah, it's just blah. Also, um, if you would like to go to the um, actual 76 uh, paint scheme thing, uh, NorCal Equipment is the new sponsor on the 76. Well, they've been sponsoring Spencer for years now. Um, it's essentially the Dale Senior paint scheme. I did see that, yeah. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yeah. Dale. Dale. Dale's back. Dale's back. It's Spencer Boyd. Died 2001. Born, Born 2001. Born 2023. Back, Welcome Senior. back, Dale Sr. Hey, there's a plate winner for you right there, so that makes sense. Um, anyways. Died 19, 2001. Born 1999. Welcome back, Dale Sr. Spencer's way older than that. No, I'm talking about Riley Herbs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Riley's that young? 
25. He turned 25 like a couple days ago. Oh my god, that's insane. Anyways, so, um... I believe exact date is February 26th, I think? The fact that you know no, that's the, kind of the Xfinity? No, 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 that's wrong. The Xfinity race was the same day as his birthday. So I think it was the 22nd. 22nd Spencer 23rd. Bush only 28. 28. That's, that's insane. insane. That's, that's insane, insane, insane with how long he's been fuck? around. Well, he's only really been around since 16. That's kind of also insane that he's been around that, that long. Yeah, it's almost it's getting close to ten years. Yeah. Um, but um anyways, there is paint scheme of the week done. On to our NASCAR uh, news. Um starting off with some ex- or some truck series news. Roger Carruth is a uh he has a full time sponsor now, uh Hendrick Cars, who has been a big supporter of him since he ran some starts with um Hendrick last year. Always has kind of been there with him. Um, he, they are now jumping on for the full season as he takes on the championship with the 71 Spire car. I think that that's a very good move. i kind of shocked that wasn't announced whenever it first happened. I know it was like a 17-race deal, I think, whenever it was first announced, and now it's full-time. So it's really yeah, only like I love six it. added races. But I think yeah. it's cool that he's going to run the full season with the, the same sponsor, same scheme, maybe... Um, you know, eventually, when Chase Elliott gets kicked out of that nine car, he'll move up. Whenever well, Chase goes God. to JGR. No, you whenever uh, Chase... Chase Elliott at Joe Gibbs Racing is going to be a thing. Honestly, how insane news has been recently, I, 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 I wouldn't completely rule it out. But I think Reddick should get a shot in Gibbs' equipment. I think nah, he will. He's, uh, nah, he's mid. I'm just kidding. That's a joke. But, um... um uh, but I do like the fact that after Roger essentially performed a murder, they signed on for the full season. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But still, cool, really cool for Roger. I love that. Cool for Roger. Really happy to see that gift yeah, get something good. I, and honestly, I think this is the first time Hendrix put like a lot of development and good graces into a driver in a while. Bring the 17 Xfinity car full-time. They probably will, time. honestly. I honestly think it's the best that they've treated development drivers since. Byron? I would say Chase. Because Byron, cause Byron mm. was a JRM guy, and then he left for KBM, and then he went back to JRM. He didn't leave for well, KBM, he was loaned. Yeah, yeah was he? Yeah, Junior Murders. It's kind of like Cole Custer was loaned to JRM by Stuart Haas. Oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. But still, like, it's... It, it, but like, I think there's a difference between like a Hendrick guy and a JRM guy. I think Byron and Sam Mayer are two JRM guys. I think Elliot and Caruth are both two Hendrick guys. I think there's a difference. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I mean, it, it, they both end up in the same way, but like, there's a difference in my. I opinion. think yeah. Like, I think Byron was discovered by Dale Jr. Elliot and Caruth were not 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 discovered by Hendrick, but. Are both yeah, like, like Hendrick funding their yeah yeah because well, yeah because like I don't think I think Byron and Mayer both never ran Hendrick cars cars until Byron got to cop for Hendrick and then I don't and then but Chase ran a Hendrick cars car for the majority of his first couple Arca seasons I think until Aaron's came on and then Napa joined which. By the way, that's kind of weird that I just noticed that Chase Elliott's like entire career is based off of MWR sponsors. 
Yeah, pretty much. That's insane. And Mayer's just in Napa. Yeah, and Mayer's just really never ran a Hendrick cars a Hendrick car ever. So I think it's a difference between that's my opinion. Like the difference, I think Raja and Chase are both the Hendrick guys. I think Byron and Mayer are two junior guys. I think there's a difference. But um, anyways. Next topic, and it's a big one. Bubba, uh, Bubba Pollard is running Hell the uh, yes, I love that for uh, DRM at Richmond. I think right. Yeah, it's Richmond. I love this so much. I, I think I love the Dale Juniors bringing on late model guys because obviously started Barry, then you've got Carson Coppel for Martinsville, and now Bubba Pollard for um, Richmond. I think it's great. I, I know what I would love to see is Steven Nassi on for yeah. Richmond as well in another car. Please, oh, God. Have a Joe Gibbs or something. Or, Joe Gibbs. I think he drives a Ford. So bring how about Stuart Haas. Stuart yeah, Haas making Haas. Stuart Haas opens up what number? What number would it be? Uh, probably the 41. He can't, he can't do a... He can't do 51 because of Clements. So, yeah, I'd say 41. Um, but Yeah, I, I, I love this. Fantastic news! I think it's I think it's kind of like what um they're doing what uh Project ninety one was doing, but more late mo- Wasn't there? Is it was it JRM that had this, or was it someone else that had like a short track ace car or something? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I, I want to see Junior do more of this. I think junior. I think that eighty-eight should just really be a big thing now. Like I just hope it is because, in my opinion, they've got two short track aces. In my opinion, they should just expand it to be more and more. Bring Butterbean in. But I would love to see Brendan Queen get a freaking shot in a NASCAR. That'd be amazing. That kid. How he's not even a kid. He's like twenty-four. He has so much talent. He's my easily my favorite. My favorite car store driver. I hope he gets a shot in NASCAR eventually. Because he got that one Archer start a couple years ago with Vision in the 36, I think. But and but he's already he's improved so much more since then. And I really hope he gets a good shot eventually. But we'll have to wait and see. But I hope Junior keeps this going. It does make me wonder if they're going to bring Paluto back even more. We talked about it on the podcast last week whenever Carson got announced. Um, yeah, I don't know. But... I hope he does. I hope it just becomes like he brings in ringers for every single race. And bring road like short, ringers in. Road ringers for race, road courses, short track aces for short tracks, plate uh, tracks, bring Spencer Callagher back. Like, oh, no. <laughs> hey, by no. the way, uh, speaking of the Cars Tour, um, I think that it is worth noting, pointing out that the Cars Tour technically returns on March the 2nd. At Southern National with the late with the pro late models, um, but the main cars tour makes their return on March 9th at Southern National with the late model stock. Almost there. Oh, they're almost there. Almost back. One week. One week from cars tour. Cars tour West, I think, starts the second as well. At um, oh, oh, I had to plug this. This is, is it great. Kern? Was it Kern County? Kevin Harvick's Kern County Speedway. <laughs> Kevin Harvick's great. 
He's done oh, such Kevin, good he's things such for a, he's, that, he's that, so, His he's new fantastic. podcast is amazing, by the way. The fact the fact that he's not in the sport, like, as a driver anymore, he's going into all these, these ownership things. Like, he's owning a Cars Tour team full-time next year, and he's going to own Kern County, which is going to book in Cars Tour West season. Um, There's so many things going on with Kevin that like that are going to help the sport, you know, especially like the grassroots level of the sport. Yeah. It's fantastic. No, I think it's great. I think what Kevin's doing is amazing. His new podcast is really good. I've listened to it. It's really nice. I think that um Kevin he's doing really good things for this sport and I just can't wait to see what else happens with him because this is going to be he's already done really good in the Fox booth. He's of course owning a full series. He has um a number. Of, he he's bringing back KHI. Would not shock to me if Brent that team goes back up to trucks full time with Brent Cruz because Brent Cruz is the uh, driver. I'm not saying right now, but I'm saying eventually. Um, he's bringing back KHI full time. He has this new podcast. He owns a racetrack. He owns car store. He's doing so much with this team, and like, it's going to be really good. And as a Kevin Harvick fan, who has been a Kevin Harvick fan since the day I was born, I'm really excited to see what happens because it's good to have him still in the sport and just not leave it completely. But yeah. um, anyways, even, uh, even so, wait, what what was I going to point out? Damn it, I was going to point something out and then I forgot. My bad. Good job. If for Gore. I forgot, guys. Let's go to some bad news. Bob, it's time. Say the thing. Bob, it's time. Say the thing. Bubba boy. Yeah. Uh, All right. Anyways. Yeah. Let's get to some bad news with this. So Dale Jr. is leaving NBC. That's I don't. I don't like that. I get that he's going to join Amazon and Warner Brothers or whatever I, for 2025. I, I would assume that makes him the lead commentator for both of those as well. No, I want Alan Bestwick. I'm I'm hoping I, I, that it's I, Alan Bestwick. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked because Dale Jr. has called, you know, racist for, as, you I'm, know, the primary broadcaster for, as the lead uh, analyst for a couple of times. I mean, Nexus and I, I, I think know, I prefer, he, I think I prefer Dale Jr. as a second in command. I think as he's a color perfect com- as a second yeah, yeah, in command. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a great color commentator, but I, but he can definitely, you know, you know, be the lead commentator. I mean, Steve Latar can also be the lead, could be a lead commentator as well, but that's debatable. It, well, I mean, he had a really good call. I mean, let's not forget his call at the end of, like, Brad Keselowski's Southern 500 win, which was immaculate. I don't Yeah, I, I do remember I that being fairly good. At least he can end the race. Yeah. Too but... bad he couldn't crew chief any. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but okay. we'll see what happens with the NBC. Steve Littart is now mad. <laughs> Steve Littart NBC... has just been angry. No, I love yeah. Steve Latart. Steve Latart's great. Remember what he said about Cindric and having like it was like um the weird calls for Pit Road and everything, where it's like hot dog or whatever. He's like it was like, I mean, I get it if you're running up front, but if you're the two, nobody <laughs> cares what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. But uh yeah. I think NBC is still gonna be infinitely better than Fox. Oh no doubt, but I Not still really think the best part I, think I still think that they're... that's still the best part of the NBC booth is Dale Jr., you know. But you know, that's all. Right. It's also you know debatable. But yeah. I think the fact that he's not doing, I think he, the fact that he's not doing this year is really weird. 
Yeah, that's that's really. I don't. Know. Well, apparently, there's a chance that NBC actually might start not doing at track broadcasts. Oh, that's, um, terrible! Which that's is my because like, Dale Jr. went on like a big rant about that on his podcast about he does he's not going to commentate if they're not at the track. Yeah, where he so. was saying, "I am Uh-oh. a right man. I want to be at the track." Yeah, spaghettios. Yeah, so I don't know. We could see. I hope they stay at the track, but I do too. It's just mm. uh, I hope that uh, Amazon and um, Warner Brothers go to the track. And yeah. I hope they have, you know, since they're since they're going to be on their own services that are that's not going to be interrupted by anything. Why not do we go back to what we used to have, where we used to have this hour long pre race before the race, and then we have this hour long post race? You know. I mean, yeah. I personally don't really watch pre race or post race. I don't either, but no, it would really... be nice. It would be nice for the people that do want to watch it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I kind of I'm one to just like check Twitter, see when the green flag is. So if it's at like three seventeen, I'll turn it tune in at three fifteen while they're doing pace laps. I don't do that. I I tune in for you know the invocation, the national anthem because those things, those things as a race fan are just I don't know. For me personally, going to the track a lot and have and being for there for you know all of that makes me want to listen to it at home, kind of get you in the mood for the race, I guess. Especially it's a good national anthem and a good command. You know. Oh, I just want to see cars racing. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah. How about a yeah. Honda, everyone? Oh, yeah, great. Great segue, Arrow. Great, fantastic yeah. segue. That was probably <laughs> your best. So good at this. That's so that was great. Your best, that was your best segue ever. That segue? Um, segue! Anyways. I agree. Segways. So yeah, what do you guys we need to all race segways? We need a Segway NASCAR series. Yep, something that needs to happen. Yep. All right, whatever. But, all right. Uh, anyways, I mean Honda would fit in right, fit in well with segways. Anyways. Uh no, we need a Honda Civic Cup car. I want. I can't wait for the Honda to be in the truck series. <laughs> it's going to be what fantastic. What, what even is the tr- Honda truck called? Is it the original? I don't know. Check Twitter. Geo posted one. This is great. Oh, no. Shout out Geo. It was really good, too. I'm not going to lie. Okay, right now. Oh, no. That's weird. <laughs> it's great. What did you though. to do that for? What? I don't know. I don't know. It's so funny. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess it's good news for NASCAR in general, though. Is that, oh, you it's know, fantastic news. I, I, I don't know how much lowering the horsepower had to do with the interacting Honda, but... Probably a know. lot of constraints back that they try to... Whenever they try to enter off one. I, I know they're talking about leaving IndyCar. Of, of, course, of course, this oh, is... Yeah. Really- I thought that was confirmed that they were leaving. No, it's just if the IndyCar doesn't do anything about the cost. But NASCAR... Apparently, their next engine is going to be spec. So. Okay. Oh. NASCAR in NASCAR is like the only series in the world where like you could say like the second tier series engine and it'd be a compliment. Yeah. GP2 engine. GP2. Yeah. You have Fernando blowing up saying it's a GTP, GP2 engine. You have someone winning a cup race by 10 seconds ago. Wow, I got an Xfinity engine. Xfinity engine. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, that's that's probably what the yeah. It, that's oh my god, Xfinity but, is just the best series. It is. But no, I'm really, I'm really excited to see what they can do. I hope they bring a lot more like eyes to the sport. Hopefully, we can get some like Honda guys from like other series. I think the first team that they're gonna partner with will be Spire. That uh, one shocked me because the Andretti partnership. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that, uh, that would make sense. Yuki Sonoda's running as well. Yuki Sonoda's running the uh, Daytona 500. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Um, I would really want Daniel Ricardo. Finally runs his NASCAR race. Whenever they enter trucks, Max is gonna miss one. Max is gonna lock up the championship <laughs> before Talladega and run one truck race at Talladega. Yep, that I, that, that needs to happen. Please, Max. Unless if you want, Max Verstappen, if you're watching this podcast, please run this truck race. <laughs> He wants to. Okay, Arrow. Like the one thing he <laughs> does you, on Arrow. iRacing is truck racing at Talladega. Every year. Yeah, yep. for some, some reason. Why? Oh, but I didn't mean to full screen. Oopsies. He just loves his truck racing. He loves his truck racing. Well, I guess it, he should, because it's truck My racing. My pet lobster Larry loves his sandwiches. Sorry. What? <laughs> Anyways. Have you never seen that? Have you ever no. seen that meme? So there's a meme, and it's a guy... And he, he's like, you're the dish that you have to prepare is a lobster, a sandwich. And he turns it around and the guy cuts his, like the lobster's head open or whatever to kill it. And he goes, my pet Terry loves his sandwiches. <laughs> and it's so funny. Oh, did... What? What? Have you what? never seen that? I'll send it to the chat later. I'm like, oh I'm also, God. I'm also doing funny things on iRacing with cup cars at Sebring. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, I've got a full cup field at Sebring. Anyways, <laughs> this can yeah. only be good things. Yeah, hopefully Honda brings a lot more eyes and a lot more uh, things to this sport. But um, yeah. On to the final topic we have: um, Vegas weekend predictions. So um, yeah. Um, I guess we're just going to do the same thing we did a couple, for the past couple weeks. We're going to go trucks, Xfinity Cup. Yep. Big my prediction sheet right now. My frames um, are not happy. And... I have I have my prediction, so if I guess you guys want me to start, I'll start. Yeah, you go first. So um for trucks, my race winner is Ty Majeski. Yeah, fuck. Fair I enough. think Ty Majeski will um he's been kind of struggling recently, like ever since that IRP race. When no, I wonder why I wonder what Carson Hosevar said about it. Yeah. I wonder what Carson Hostovar said about that. Yeah, but um, anyways, so I think Ty Majewski will um, win this race. Of course, he did finish second at Atlanta last week. But um, yeah, no, I think Ty Majewski is going to win this Vegas race. Fair enough. And Austin Torsport just always has a lot of speed there because of, like, um, well, Ben's always been good there. Crafton, like, that's one of the very few racetracks that he's been good at. That was one hey, race track that I think Haley did decent at last year. Hey, you want to know who did win there in a Thor Sport truck a year, a couple years ago? Uh, Christian Eckes. Exactly. Anyway, so true. Anyway, that's no, why no, I have Christian no, no. Eckes winning. I couldn't say the joke. Lay that All off. Right. That was perfect. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't even get to say the joke. 
No, no jokes for you. You're not allowed to say jokes. No, Your no jokes, jokes are terrible. Anyway, you <laughs> actual assholes. Anyways, whatever. <laughs> jokes passed. Keep on going. Yeah. All right. Anyways, I guess it's my turn. Yep. Um. How about uh? I mean, I don't know how well Sanchez ran at Vegas last year, so I really don't know why I picked him for Vegas. Um. I think he had good speed at almost all of the mile and a halfs last year, and yeah. he has a win now. So. You know, maybe the floodgates have just fully opened for Sanchez and he just starts going on a tear. I can see it. Yeah. So, he finished fifth at Atlanta. I've got the I've got the obvious pick. I picked Corey Heim. I, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, he's Corey Heim. Good pick. He's going to win pick. like seven races. Anyways. Yeah, probably. On to Xfinity. Like okay. And probably... The most dominant winner of last season in Xfinity. Happened at Vegas. Happened at Vegas, and that driver is Riley Herbst. I think Riley's going to win one of his first races of his, his first race of the season. I think he's going to not dominate as much as he did last year, but I think he's going to win by a decent amount. But next is, yes. you have Chandler Smith in your predictions. No, I don't. You do. You yes, you do. do yeah, you have Chandler Smith winning in Vegas on the sheet. Fuck. Change my pick. <laughs> no, 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 no. You picked Riley Herbst already. You already no. picked Riley Herbst. Oh. <laughs> damn it. No, I'm changing this my pick. This is on you if he doesn't win, and I'll um, find no, you. No, you're not allowed to change your pick. You, you um, chose anyway, Riley Herbst. No, no, I have changed my pick. I'm going to go with uh, Chandler Smith, I think. Oh, oh wow. I thought I picked Chandler. I was like, really confused when I ever said Riley, and I was like, why does it say Riley? Um, no, I think uh, I'm going with Chandler Smith because I have a different story for why I think I was going to win, but that's spoiling, so I'm not going to say that. Um, 2020, uh, but um, last year Chandler was really fast at Vegas. Unfortunately, that entire thing fell apart, and I think he's going to come back, he's going to go out, and he's going to win another race. And if it's a repeat winner, it would mean three in a row for Austin Hill, and I don't want to see that happen. So I think you everyone's know. cheering for Chandler Smith. Um, well, I have a very boring winner because I have a couple of twenty. John Hunter is going to win at Vegas. You I'm fairly certain he's in the twenty this week. That's check. Um, I thought I they, well, they said Almirola was. They said Almirola was in the nineteen. Yes, yeah, so I think Neiman checks the twenty this week because he's running the first five races yeah. of the season. Those so, are the yeah. only five he can run, right, John Hunter? No, because he only has one oh. year cup experience. He can run as many as he wants. That's so stupid. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Fair Next is just mad that John Hunter is going to win like three races in this seven, eight starts. John Hunter Nemechek is, yeah, he's in the 20th week. Seven, seven wins last year, so you know. Anyways, continue. Uh, Jesse? Uh, kind of a, like, I don't know. I think, so remember that year, a couple years ago, where AJ went to the Final Four running Xfinity full-time? Yes. His first win of the season was the Spring Vegas race. I don't see why that doesn't have why that it can't happen again. It seems like AJ, all of his wins at Ovals, except for Bristol, have been at mile and a half. So I think that trend kind of continues. Fair AJ, enough. I think AJ continues to have speed at the mile and a half. Um, yeah, that's pretty fair. Uh, I have Justin Allgaier. I think he doesn't let you know a certain driver pass him this time, and he just kind of wins because you know. Or it's just actually never mind. It's an Allgaier win, so it's going to be the most boring race of the in the world. He's just going to dominate by like eight seconds. 
that's about no, it. No, you don't know how all Garwins happen, because every time that he dominates by eight seconds, he loses that race. It's the, it's the ones doesn't. where he leads, like, a good amount of laps, and he's leading by, like, a second when he wins. It's, it's just very tame races. Yep. Not necessarily dominant, just the tame races that he wins. Don't care, he's winning. Don't care, he's winning. This guy thinks Justin Allgaier is Riley Herbs. I can't believe this. But uh, sorry, I you picked who picked AJ Allmendinger? AJ won that race by like four seconds. I'm pretty sure. I would like to say because I'm a smart ass, I have to correct people. AJ's wins were not all at a. I didn't say that. At a mile and a half. I, know. I literally did not say that. I you said, said except Bristol. for Bristol. You said except for Bristol, and that is also incorrect. What other oval wins? Michigan. He... Oh, he won Michigan and Talladega. Oh my god. Two play tracks. I'm yeah, shocked. Michigan. Michigan. They yeah. won the plate pack. They, they, they didn't. They're only bringing you back this year for the first time oh, okay, since 2018. Okay, which I still mind. hate. It's gonna be this year. That 2018 that race was good. I don't, I don't care. I hate it. I, I prefer anything over another pack race. Oh my god. Boo-hoo. Anyways. Alright, Womp Womp. Anyways. Did, did we all go I'm through a Yeah, yes. next is your cup I'm about to Womp Womp right. on your grave, bro. My cup prediction oh, is Kyle Larson. I think Kendrick, and I agree. I think Hendrick continues their dominance with that Spring Vegas race. They've won the Bobby previous might, three. Bob, you might as well think, say you agree as well. I, I can see. I also chart. agree. <laughs> I don't. Th- so we have three people. That's an I'm the, three people picking I'm Larson. The only, and, I'm the only one who went different. I picked the guy who finished second in the Fall Vegas race. <laughs> I picked Christopher Bell. Yeah, so we went the top two from Fall Vegas last year. <laughs> yep. But uh, no, I think I th- I think Hendrick. Well, Hendrick's won the previous. Three Spring Vegas races. I unfortunately, don't. I, no, I, not unfortunately. I don't think it's going to be Chase. Uh, that will continue that because it was winning. You're funny. It was it was Larson, Yule. Bowman, Byron, and that would mean Chase would win this weekend. Of course, it would probably be in the script because this was the weekend he broke his leg last year. Yeah, I have a feeling Elliot probably going to win this week. Hendrick has won He's the not. past three spring races. At Vegas, Chase Elliott is not winning this race. And they were all been different drivers, Bob. I I hate to tell you, but the script says the script says your mom. But uh, so oh, so yeah. wow! I think that's the first time we've ever agreed on picks. And we had three of us agreeing on the same one, and Jesse, and, and the Jesse odd one out, being of course one. obviously the odd one out. He's the only non. He's the only Southerner. He's the only. What does that have to do with anything? These are different. <laughs> I think since I'm closer to the race shops, I have more wheel knowledge. That's why I've gotten both. That's not how that works. That's are why you? I've gotten both. Yeah. How far are you away from Charlotte? Three hours. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you beat me about two hours. But no, though, no, I mean, I, I say that to be funny. I've gotten both of the Xfinity predictions right so far. That is true. But you, I think you I changed my track. Yeah, the hardest ones to pick. Did you actually like get them right? Or did you no, 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 I did. Easy. Oh yeah, you picked Austin Hill for both of them. Okay, that's funny. That's the easiest shit in the world. I have the script. I have the script. For example, I'm gonna fight you. No, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, which which means we'll see how it, we'll see how it is, Bob. After Adrian Allmendinger wins in Vegas which, this week, I'm which sure. means another cold Custer championship, according to Jesse. Yep, true. Riley Herbst is making the final four though. But uh, all right, I think that's it for the night. Well, yay! Uh, about, uh, I don't think so. Oh hell no! No, it's everything. All right. Well, I can't believe um, Ryan Priest is starting on the pole in this Sebring race, though. What? Oh, my God. Anyways, thank you all so much for listening to another episode of TRZ. Um, we hope you all have enjoyed. This one's a little bit shorter than I was expecting. It's only We've only been... Does that say... Oh, that's a second. We've been recording for about an hour and a half. Yeah, this so, has been... But, but, this guy cannot read. Well, I, I saw it said it's 10, 11... 39 seconds. I thought it was 10.39 or 11.39 and I thought it was 12.42. Yes, we've been recording for three minutes. We've been recording. Shut up. Anyways, um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, we hope you all have enjoyed this episode. As always, I have been Nexus Combat. That has been Aero Racing Design. And Max Verstappen, we know you're watching. Join us in the podcast, please. Please, Max. We need a Max Verstappen podcast. Um, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, please. Oh please, my Donald God, Trump. no! Uh, <laughs> not to get not political, my, not political. No, I, I think he believe. means. I think he means former NASCAR uh, sponsor Donald Trump. That's what he means. He's not talking about. No. But um, <laughs> okay, buddy. Anyway, yeah, that's, just, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm just going to end the podcast now. If they, yeah. the I didn't other, even give my shout out. What the fuck? Well, yeah, Jesse, let's be brutally honest here. There's your shout out. There you go. I said your name. Oh my god, I hate you. I Anyways, hate you. hope y'all have a good night, and I we all shall see y'all next week. What? Why did Ryan Priest just let Chase Elliott go? Stop playing iRacing. All right, good night, everybody. <laughs>